You're listening to. Welcome to Fresh Creatives, where we build stories from your ideas. Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Creatives, a podcast where we make up stories out of thin air because it's fun, good fun times and for everyone. And you don't have to pay anyone. <laughs> That's the real. My name is Marvin Yue. As you can hear, my co-host for this episode is the one and only Just Ju. What up? Marvin has no other friends. No, I don't. I don't, I don't have any other friends who will play with me on this podcast. Why not? Well, what Chris, have you done to offend them so much? My original host, Kristen, is now making movies with Justin Chan. Yes. Busy. Yeah, so he's busy, um, understandable. And Porter Young's busy being on This Is Us. That so. is awesome. <laughs> so basically, all our friends got too successful to do this stuff for free, except... except for me. me that's fine but i didn't want the life of fame well, Marvin. I'm, I'm trying to get you accustomed to this podcast because i need to use you for your writer your writing um contacts for future guest that's hosts that's fine you you can just tell me every time you, you just say bring your you don't ask me to bring a writer well it's so We've been off the air for a couple months now. Apologies to everyone who follows us. Hopefully you're still All following us. Seven. And you are excited to see us pop back onto your feet. We're going to, I know I say this every time, we're going to try to keep on a regular, let's try monthly schedule for monthly? the time being. I oh, think that's, oh, am that's I the good, official like co-host now? If you want. I don't oh, know. It's, okay. It's open. This is, ooh, Marvin, this is the first this time we're bringing it up. This is my offer for you. Up. It pays nothing. Oh my except, God. You know, oh hang out with me. I don't. I, Which we we just hang out for like three hours in this, this is so studio. Anyways. This is so sudden. Oh my god! <laughs> the, your your seat is open whenever you you would like to come. Okay. and play. I know you you also need a creative outlet for your. I do need a creative outlet. Yes. Well, since we're at the top of the show, uh, for our listeners, why don't you tell us what you do, where you work for, and what's coming up soon? Yes. So I am with an organization called CAPE, the Coalition of Asian Pacifics and Entertainment. We are a nonprofit that champions Asian American diversity and representation in the entertainment business. And one of the ways we do that is with this amazing program we have called the CAPE New Writers Fellowship. It's in its seventh year now, and it's basically like an intensive boot camp for people who want to write in Hollywood, screenplays, and uh, for film and TV. So submissions open December 1st. The deadline to apply is January 7th, 2019. We ask for an original screenplay or an original TV pilot, comedy or drama. It does not have to be Asian. You don't have to have Asian American or Asian characters or have Asian Asian American themes. We just want your best script possible. And you can find more information on capeusa.org slash CNWF. That's cape as in C-A-P-E-U-S-A dot org slash CNWF. Awesome. And alumni of the program have gone on to get staffed on to network and cable television shows. Our writers have gone on to every single... Shinger. <laughs> every shingle. Every shingle. I got a little fobby there. Uh, every single <laughs> major network and major streaming platform. And they're writing this season. I have a few. I've Someone is writing on Grey's Anatomy. Someone is writing on the next season of 13 Reasons Why. 
don't even know what it's gonna be about like wow you could do another season of this that's amazing um we have two writers actually in the same room they're gonna be on dc's swamp thing oh we have a writing team on star trek discovery we have a writer on the good doctor on abc we have a writer on oh seal team seal team on cbs and a lot of them are currently in um, NBC, CBS, their writing programs. I mean, just our <laughs> class this year, one is in NBC along with a a graduate from two years ago. So we have two writers in the NBC program this year. We have one on the CBS program. And I think they only took six writers this year, which is a pretty small oh. class. And two of them are in the new Imagine Impact program, which is Ron Howard and Brian Oh, Glazer's Glazer, yeah. new um, initiative. And it's like, she's like taking pictures with Ron Howard all the time. And I'm like, oh my, can you not? So now you see my master plan by bringing Jess into the fold. I'll have access to yes, more you should, yeah. I should bring talent. some of more writers and it's super fun and I think they'd love it. I want to bring, so the plan is to bring in more working screenwriters to, you know, just engage their creative brain juice. Yeah. Um, our it's comedy like a, friends. It's like a janky blacklist. <laughs> we're like a janky blacklist where we're yeah. writing like scripts that will never get made. But we're writing scripts for the blacklist. For yeah, so like if someone hears one of our ideas and is so inspired, and they're going to take our story structure and like hey, they're going to write if, it. If you make a YouTube we short out of this, no. Could we? We would get a story by credit. I think legally we could get a story. I by mean, credit. The point of this is to just like be free and create. So sure. I'm not going to like make them like credit us and like give us you know. But but it's if, it be, if, if, it, if it does become big, um, please direct people to this podcast so we can monetize it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Mama needs to eat. Marvin and I need to eat. We're both a little husky. We like our food, all right. No, but the dream of this podcast is to one day maybe do like a first creators short film festival, taking our story prompts and oh like seeing what you do with That's it. In- I like that. Yeah. Aim for the stars. Can it be a play festival? Because I feel like that would be easier. It could, as long as they promise not to whitewash all the characters. Ooh. Ooh. Pew, pew, pew. Shots fired. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for those of you new to this show, Fresh Creators is a podcast where we, um, using various means of writing prompt generation or um, acquisition, um, create stories out of our butts. So the best place to get a story. All right, Marvin, what's our first writing right. prompt? So for this episode, we're um, instead of um, using so for, for the past couple of episodes, we've used the Reddit story prompt list. Uh, but for this episode, uh, we're going to use the writing prompt generator from thestoryshack.com, where they'll give us a genre, a character, um, a material, a sentence, and a bonus component uh, for us to just. Oh, that's a lot. Something. All right, let's go. So let's uh, let's do it. All right, first up, it's a magical realism mm-hmm. story featuring a werewolf. Yes. A cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. The sentence, whoopsie daisies. Uh-huh. And bonus, your character has just met the love of his or her life. Oh, okay. I love this already. Okay. Cowboy hat. It, I think it's got to be a Western. Like, but like not like a straight up western because no, no, magical no, no. realism. Yeah. So no, so like, it has to be like a like, yeah, a magical realism western. Fantasy western or Yeah. Uh or like a monster like, like monster world western. Um I was thinking somewhere along the lines of like 
Shape of Water magical realism, oh, okay. right? But set in a so imagine Shape of Water meets Spaghetti also, Western. I was also thinking a Cthulhu Nightmare Cthulhu. world. Yeah. I like that too, Cthulhu Nightmare. <laughs> um, and then so it's a, what was the subject? A man falling in love. Your character has just met the love of his or her life. Okay, so is our. I think our let's 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 flip it on its head a little bit. I think it, I think that our female I think it should be a female protagonist, a female werewolf, a were a were, a, were, a she wolf. I think it's still a werewolf, a werewolf. Yeah. So so our main character is a werewolf. Yes. Or does our main character fall in love with a werewolf? Or are they falling in love to the background of werewolf drama? I feel like there's a lot of stories about a dude werewolf where a girl falls in love with them. Um, so we should. We should play around should we with flip that. that. Yeah, I think we should flip it. I don't know a lot of female she, she werewolves. Wolf. I don't think yeah. she wolf was where masculine. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I just think dudes are hairier, so yeah. the the leap, the logical leap, is easier. But I like this female werewolf. It could, yeah, yeah. So I think it should be like this, like reverse trope of like, like it's a female werewolf, and like you know the the Western genre is very much we're coming into like the the lone person comes into town, right? Like it's like the stranger breaches the community, right? And then um and then we have like maybe like this innocent farmer son, <laughs> you know, because you always see like oh I'm like the sweet farmer's daughter, and it's like all right, so like in terms of Western, are we are we like are we, yeah are we talking about like spaghetti western where it's kind of like modeled after a samurai film type of like lone like maybe a, a kurosawa type of story or we're we talking like postmodern kind of like true grit or um unforgiven where it's about the fall of the west and like the because the western is a very masculine genre right yes and like those like those postmodern westerns all about like the end of the this untamed mask, west yes the in end the of face this, of civilization yes right? yes it's like the the dying days of the dying ideas of this certain brand right. of american masculinity i like spaghetti western because <laughs> i like fun things it's more campy i love yeah. camp and it's like yeah i think we should maybe go yeah okay. let's go that i would go that way okay okay so we're more, we're, we're more playing the tropes of like cowboys and like Duels and saloon fights. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like a blazing saddle. Yeah, like. I feel like it's kind of like a or like you know how they like cowboys versus aliens, but it's like cowboys but werewolves, cowboys okay. and werewolves. Now is the werewolf? Or, is she a cowgirl? Or ooh, or you can even make this. Uh, can you make a campy fantasy magical realism spaghetti western? But maybe because cause are there are there native american werewolf folklore or werewolf tales there's like i've heard of like i mean shamanism is like a big part of native american like like religious practice right or am i just like thinking of like stereotypical tropes i'm not gonna go down that road so maybe we shouldn't do that but i think it would be a cool idea to be like like a like this idea of like so maybe this goes out of spaghetti western and more into this like more like postmodern western but of a like a like a female like a female protagonist who's like a Native American. I mean, at some point we're just making brother bear, but wolves. Yeah, was that wrong? <laughs> we can but do like that. more yeah. accurate, and then like you know that clash, and I don't want them to fall in love though. That's so Pocahontas. Well, I mean, they don't. They can fall in love, but can doesn't have to be requited 
Or it doesn't have to be. Or she can pull a princess Mononoke and just like reciprocate it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It could be, be or it could be like yeah. So the 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 farmer's son falls in love with a mysterious like gunslinger woman who like. Or idea. What if we make the male character Asian? Okay. We existed back then. We were in the frontier. We were building the railroads. Yeah, so railroad worker. <laughs> yeah, railroad worker. Maybe like, uh, like, and like it, maybe that's talking about like because they're kind of part of this colonizing well, force, but in a in a in a in like a subordinate, enslaved or indentured level. Right, right, right. Versus, so it's kind of like, oh, you're you're both you're both really fighting the same thing, but like you're on different sides. Well, why not then? Because what's like. What's the Asian werewolf? It's like the fox spirit, right? The Huli Jing or yeah. like the, the Kitsune. Yeah. Like, we don't necessarily have a werewolf that well, like She's a shape-shifting fox she's, spirit who's kind of a wolf part siren too because they're all about like seducing dudes and like eating their face, right? I don't Let's know. Let's see how many tropes we can throw out <laughs> here. Okay, I think we fleshed out like possibilities of this first prompt already. Should okay. go to the second one. Right, this is right, cool right. though. There's a lot of there's a lot of play with. Alright, next up. It's a crime story. Yes. Featuring a healer. Mm-hmm. Um a spaceship. Mm-hmm. The sentence is anyone there? And the story takes place two hundred years from now. So future crime story. Future crime story. With a spaceship. And is anybody there is a very common horror trope too. You know, it's like, is anyone mm-hmm. there before they get murdered? Mm-hmm. Or, or thriller. I'll, I'll go thriller. check it out. It's probably nothing. You know? Should it Oh, all I'm thinking about is like a futuristic version of murder on the Orient Express. Oh. Right? Yes. But then if you height if you amp the stakes, it's like it's like this is the last ship of humanity. Mm. Or like this is one of those like like Earth is dead. This they've sent out X number of like ships out into to colonize new places, and so like the stakes are higher. Right? Wait, isn't this, isn't this that shitty um, Chris Pratt and um, Jennifer that, Lawrence that movie? That was a murder movie, <laughs> but a crime movie. But I think if you do something like a closed room, like a closed room drop, right? That's you know, true. like like murder on the experience, like but, like oh, some I mean, murder happens, so it has to be on this shit. It was kind of a murder movie because he straight up murders her. Yeah, by unlock. God, let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> He's trash. Chris Pratt's character is trash. I'd yeah. be so pissed. Uh, okay, I think that's cool. Like yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like a yeah, yeah. like a locked room murder mystery, but it's set on a future shaped spaceship. Right. So we could put. Like, something goes wrong on, like, this, like, so, like, okay, the setup is, it's, like, 2040, you know, the mm-hmm. deadline where the, our planet, planet's fucked, yes, right? Yes, yes. And so, NASA's been developing, secretly, these, like... Uh-huh. No, no, Marvel, we're ships. making a movie, so it has to be China. Right. China has been developing. <laughs> China's space program has been developing. That's how we're going to get funding. Right. Okay? And so... The launch of these colony ships, like this, uh-huh. this last ditch effort to like colonize the like the maybe three or four planets that they found that might be inhabitable. Yes, um, in twenty forty, uh-huh. and this movie takes place in twenty two forty. Yes, like two hundred years into this journey, uh-huh. right? Where, I mean, do you want to do like where the mechanic is awoken from cryosleep because of a malfunction that they have to find out, or like? 
Or have they been living on this ship for the last 200 years? And they've developed, like, we can go into, like, how society has developed it within this yeah. enclosed, closed Yeah, oh, I love room. world building. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, okay, so was it, like, is or it's it, like, like a, sorry. Oh, no, go, go, go. Because I just thought of WALL-E, where it's, like, yeah. there is no planet. Uh-huh, Humanity just is just in this, this ship, ship now, yeah. That's, I, I think it's. I think it's just. I think we have to think about the number of people on this ship. Is it right. like a Wally where there's like hundreds of thousands of people and they're like sustaining itself? And then that could be interesting if like someone wakes up and they realize, okay, like like this mechanic wakes up, the ship had five had one thousand people on it, all in, put in cryogenic sleep. Someone finally wake he gets woken up or she gets woken up and then she realizes out of those a thousand, twelve are left still mm. alive. Like they're just empty, but none of the like the the records say nothing has been breached. So like, what happened? Right, and then oh, I'm getting chills. And thinking then about this. she wakes up. She has to wake up. She the, has to the wake 12. up. The, no, not to twelve. Just the one. One of the twelve happens to be a detective, so <laughs> she needs their. Uh, Deduct- it's like, it's oh, Hercule Poirot. Yeah. Pino- Pino- yeah, per- <laughs> what's his Future Poirot. 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 <laughs> you can tell that we're like not white because we don't know how to pronounce <laughs> his name. Right. So yeah, it's it's basically murder and earnings. It's murder on space. space. It's but like be cool. they made sci-fi. it. They made it ten like ten billion times already. Why not make it one more time with a sci-fi twist? They literally just made it in like two years ago with yes. Kenneth Branagh and, and honestly Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp and Leslie Odom and uh, oh, yeah. Daisy Ridley and uh, what's her face? Josh Gad, Lady Dame Judy Dench. Judy Dench, yes. I mean, I just think, yeah, I mean, like, and there could be some sci-fi elements into it. That'd be cool. Right. So instead of, like, all these, like, famous British people, we can have, like, famous sci-fi actors. So Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford begrudgingly will, like, Oh, my God. Play, like, oh, my someone. God. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Oh. but Patrick Stewart is the Poirot. The detective. Yes. I like this. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I get the Christie button space. Yes. <laughs> but here's the problem. If we do that start, we're going to have to figure out, like, how to make it, like, we also, Ooh, need the, we also need the rights to Agatha Christie's I estate. Think she, is she not in public domain now? Is it? Has it been like, I guess it's been it's a been while. It's been 80 years, That's but she, her estate might have fought it. But What else can we make in space? A star is born a crime, in space. Crime. <laughs> no, it's a crime, right? It's uh, So what's your favorite crime? Italian job in space? Mm. Like, like carjacking, but shipjacking? I you think know, I'm I, also just thinking about Cowboy Bebop now. Yeah. Can they just create a film version of Cowboy Bebop? They are starring Keanu Reeves. No, no? it's like I don't know. No, didn't um Henry Golding want to play Spike? Spike. I love Henry Golding, but he cannot play Spike. He can play Spike. I don't think so. I think he can no, play Spike, Spike needs to be a little dirtier and a little like he's this hot line of like super hot and you do him, but also like just a like a legit total asshole. <laughs> You know, speaking of um, Italian job, I was always a bigger fan of Gone Sixty Seconds as the heist movie. Yeah, we could anything, just you know, like Mini Coopers in space, just Nick Cage. No, not Mini Coopers, Mustangs. Eleanor. Which one is the no, Italian job? Was Mini Coopers yeah. right? or Fiats? <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Let's do one more. An adventure movie featuring a racer, a leash. The sentence: "It's your fault." And there is a great storm. Those are very 
disconnected things, potentially disconnected things. Okay, so uh, adventure. Movie it's adventure with, with a racer. So I'm thinking already, kind of like a like a great race type of thing, or like ooh, I like wacky that. wheels. Yeah, like a big contest where they're drive racing across continents. It's like yeah, like a modern cannonball run. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And a leash. A leash where. Two cars are leashed together, or maybe he has to like transport. Like it's a tra- like the the job is the race is the job. Maybe it's like a death race where if the cars get any more than like a hundred feet or yards away from each other, they explode. That's like a terrible rule for a race. It's like a death race, <laughs> like battle royale. Um, and then what was the last? What was the sentence? It's your fault. It's your fault. So there's going to be some conflict in here where two yes. people break up somehow well i hope all these movies have conflict or that's a boring yeah. movie and there's a great storm a great storm so i'm just imagining like you know the sandstorm from mad max mm-hmm. like something like that or are they outrunning a storm or what's on the leash what is on the leash maybe the leash is how they like beat the storm by leashing all the cars together Ooh. <laughs> Well, like adventure movies, like what's usually the, the goal of an adventure movie is usually to save something or someone, right? Like, I mean, I think adventure movie, I'm thinking of like Indiana Jones. Yeah, me too, me too. Or like Jumanji Into the Jungle, where it's like you're like visiting strange locales. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's like a globe trotting adventure, right? Yeah. Where you're trying to discover or you're you're trying to like, beat someone to like the treasure mm-hmm. like yeah yeah I mean, that's like, a good like, adventure like, movie right like there's a there's a there's a macguffin there's like a there's like yeah. a treasure that you're racing for like nation, national treasure. treasure oh that's yeah. such a good movie <laughs> is it we're gonna steal is the it? declaration of independence <gasps> so okay so the, like i feel like it should be like okay so he gets he has to go this racer, this famous racer. It's like an Armageddon situation. He's a racer, but they're gonna need to like they're, well, they're let's, commandeering let's, him for let's Oh yeah. For like, a job. So his skills. So <laughs> it's it's fast and the furious. It's like it's, it's fast five pretty much, right? <laughs> Which or, is like, fast well, the best fa- fa- fast and the furious after number two. Your skills are needed for this. Yes. Yeah. Your skills as a racer. Yes. His skills as a racer. You drift good, so we need you to. <laughs> you know, you're saying this in chess, but I don't see what's wrong with that. So maybe it's like a. They're setting up like so, <laughs> so. It's like this, this, um, this temple of trials or something where one of the one of the trials is a racing challenge of some sort, or like you have to like make it down a mountain by drifting in a certain amount of time, <laughs> yes. or else you'll die from like a storm. That's what the storm comes in. Like it's storm race or something. I don't know. Sure. I don't. know. Yes, and we. I mean, we need to put the storm in. <laughs> Or how about like, um, there's a they're stranded somewhere. They get stranded somewhere because of a storm, right? And then they have to race their way out of this. Right. They time it because every like, it, it's like old faithful. Like every thirty yeah. seconds, there's a storm. Yeah, it's like um, it's like a, this passageway, like like castaway, right? Where it's like there's this wall of waves, there's this wall yeah. of storms that like you can't 
pass. Penetrate. Like, if you don't make it through before the lightning strikes you. You're gone. You die. You're, you're yeah. done. And so. you also lose the car. Yeah. Right. So, so he has to. Yes. So this racer has to get through the storm with his racing skills. <laughs> there's somehow there's a leash involved. Maybe he just has like a dog friend that's his companion. Maybe. That's kind of lazy. Okay, I feel fine. like we need a we need a more challenging reason to put this leash in. Is there a BDSM subplot? Like is there a No, I'm thinking leash as in like maybe he's like, he's leached to someone. Like there's a he was a prisoner and he got like. Well, so maybe he needs to like drag something, like the rest of the survivors, like because there's only one chance left to make it through, so he's the only hope left, and he has to drag this. Yeah, not only does he have to beat the storm, he also has to drag. Or maybe, maybe he is. Okay, so maybe there's like a like okay, he is. I don't know when this is taking place or if this is even like a like a like in this galaxy or in this like universe. But let's say like he has he's a he's a he's a criminal. And he gets arrested and then they chain him to another criminal because that's how they transport. And in this transport they get stranded in this community where there's no way out but to race through the storm. Or like he can get out the other way he came in, but that would mean going back into custody. Right. So he and then he's leashed to maybe his like and like someone he like someone conflicting or like someone's going like the two you know they're or, they're fighting all the or time or someone annoying yeah like you know how um like like a like a I don't know who's annoying your mom no just kidding <laughs> um or like the guy who like his 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 crime partner that's the one that would like turned him in for like a lighter sentence right so they're like stuck with each other but they gotta work together still to get through this storm <laughs> and that's where the conflict what was the sentence that we were supposed to use it's your fault yeah yeah, yeah. but he's a racer like yeah it's it's basically like a spin-off of fast and furious like you know vin diesel gets captured but and spends the paul walker bringing him out of this bus in the end of number four Right. He he gets this is the alternate universe path. This is the movie where it's just that. Yeah. This is what he was doing while he was in jail. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got Jailbreak Racer Storm movie. We got Werewolf Western Love movie. And we got um Spaceship Agatha Christ Spaceship Mercury on Orient Express. Yes. Yes. Which, uh, which, what, what are you most interested in fleshing out more? I think I'm interested in this Western werewolf love story. Okay. I think Agatha Christie, we know how it ends. I think those two, we kind of like got the gist of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's, it's a werewolf movie. Um, the werewolf featuring a cowboy, um, falling in love and the phrase, what was the phrase again? Oopsies daisies. Oopsie daisies. Oopsie daisies. Yeah. So at some point, someone has to have a pratfall. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So who's our protagonist? I think we mentioned it was it was the the female gunslinger who was also a werewolf. Is she also Native American? Could be. I don't know. I I have no like. I have no 
well experience or well to yeah, write a Native American character. That is very fair. Neither yeah. do I. But so I'm like, has it, like, do, can she be Native American? But like, we we let's not muddy the waters with our ignorance. <laughs> she could, um, but the powers, her power of lycanthropy or lycanthropy, lycanthropy, lycanthropy has nothing to do with. No. Indian mysticism or like um, Native American mysticism or anything. It's literally she got bit by a werewolf. She got bit by a werewolf. Because in this world, werewolves exist. Okay. Okay. She um, gets bit by a werewolf. Do other monsters exist? Is this a world of monsters? And if they do, is it a hidden society or is it like, are they amongst the people? Like let's, in true blood? Let's stick with she's just, a, she's just, she's just, she a werewolf. All right. There's, there's no, no other monsters. No other monsters. Let's okay. not make this a Twilight thing. Okay. So she's a werewolf. She's the lone gunslinger. And then. She's a loner because she's a werewolf. Yeah, she's the one like you can't. Yeah, you can't. Like she's just trying to find places with like no people to mm-hmm. kill to try. Yeah, to right? like to impede her own bloodlust during this time yeah. where she has no control. Yeah, it's like um, have you seen what we do in the shadows? Yes, where all the werewolves try to chain themselves to trees yes. <laughs> before the full moon. Yes. <laughs> Like so, she's conscientious. Like she doesn't want to murder people because she doesn't need to eat people to live. No, but she, she just, she's she's yeah. not con- cognizant. Yeah. during the full moon. Okay, establishing the werewolf rules. Good, good. That's okay. important. Um, do you want the werewolf version of this lady to be like the Hulk, where they have their own personality, or like a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing, or are they just savage and like? Bloodlusty. I think inherently you would have a different. If she's nice enough to not want to hurt people, and she's human, that she'll isolate herself and choose this life of solitude and loneliness. That's true. She's gonna be a, like a inherently good person, but you know when she becomes a werewolf, she goes a werewolf. Right. So the movie starts when she's passing by a small Chinese t- labor camp camp outside the settlement of, yeah. of where they're building the the railroad. So where were they building their railroad? Do you know? It's through the, through trans- the West transcontinent. <laughs> we're Googling right now. Where God, we're such terrible. Okay. Just, just let you know, both Marvin and I what? are Chinese. They weren't our ancestors. They weren't our ancestors. We came during <laughs> the eighties wave. We're still in China. Yeah. But didn't you see like, um, Shanghai nights, Shanghai noon with Jackie Chan. That I actually realized that that movie was pretty like, like, yo, they talked about the, the Chinese American, like laborers. Yeah. Built but the if, railroads. if they were from the Qing dynasty though, was Jackie Chan playing a Manchurian? That bothers you, but yet we don't know where the Transcontinental Railroad was built. I'm just saying, might not have been Chinese. Okay, okay, I, I got the map. It went through Nevada and Utah and Wyoming, Nebraska. I like Wyoming. That's some good landscapes. Yeah, Wyoming, there's like nothing there, so it'd probably be easy to get a film permit too. Yeah, so, yeah. so yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good producer hat on. So I think it's in Sen, <laughs> Wyoming. Okay, so this lone werewolf comes across this. Let's be real. We're filming this in Coachella. <laughs> I feel like that'd be more expensive. I think we should just go Wyoming. <laughs> you can't get those land. Those, you need those. Coachella, That's true, yeah. Coachella, the mountains of Coachella are way too well known. It's in the advertisement for the Coachella <laughs> Festival, and you can't, you can't pass them off anymore. Though I will say... It sounds really stupid, but the first time I went to Coachella, so LA, I looked at the mountains during sunset and I'm like, oh my God, it looks like the flyer. <laughs> it looks like the Coachella flyer. I'm like, oh, I get it now. 
But anyways, okay. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Someone is. Wyoming, 1865. That's Civil War time, isn't it? Yeah, but Wyoming wasn't in the Civil War. They were doing their own. There wasn't a state yet. Wait, when, when, when was Transcontinental Railroad finished? <laughs> It was between 1865 Tumbleweed. That's literally the worst name. You could, there's literally entire movies about tumble. Dustville. Um, how about like silver something Silver's Butte. Silver Boot. Silver Boot. All right, the town Sil- of, of Silver Boot. Because it used to be so rich in silver that you could just walk around and they'd get silver on your boots. Also, this is where she, the main character goes whoopsie daisies when she learns she's landed in a silver mining town. <gasps> that's great. I literally did not mean for this to happen, but that's hilarious. I love it. There's the. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Right. She's in a, basically a silver mining town and she's a werewolf. That's ridiculous. I love this. Okay, let's go with this. Let's All go. Right. Um,. So our our um our so our our love interest is a railroad worker. Yes. Who? How do they meet? Isn't the meet cute or meet like? It's like a justice meet cute, right? Like the best part of a western, like this, like a spaghetti western, is like the lone person is like the it's like the rogue who will like right have justice where there is no justice. So this dude is about to get Vincent chinned, right? Yes. And that is so sad. <laughs> That's so sad. Also, um, for those of you who don't know, Vincent Chin was an auto worker who got murdered murdered by two white men. Who thought he was a Japanese person who stole their jobs. Yes, it's very sad. It, galv- it basically started the Asian American political movement in this country to, to a... Right. To a degree. I mean, there was people doing work before, but just look it up. Educate yourselves yeah. if you don't know. So maybe this dude, maybe the main character, let's call him Jew. Oh, thanks, Marvin. <laughs> okay. Um, decides that he wants Does to Does that go... sound anti-Semitic out of context? Mm, it's true. My name is just Jew, J-U. Let's just say Chu then. Chu. The other version. Is that... That's that's not a first name. You're not Zhu? No, I'm like Bao. No, no, but I'm saying he wouldn't call himself Chu. That's not a first name in Chinese. His last name is Chu. Yeah, but he wouldn't call himself by his last name. Oh. I bet he really wants to be American, so he calls himself Wang. Or. What's your Chinese name, Marvin? No, let's not use mine. <laughs> I was um, like, we can't use your Chinese name. No, no. He, did, I feel like this person is like. I think he would have picked an American name yeah. to adapt, so his name would have been like Jonathan. John. John. Yeah, he would have like gone by John. One of the many Michaels. <laughs> David. 
Kevin Wang. <laughs> His name is Kevin Wang. How many Kevin Wangs do you know? His name is Michael, Too many. Michael Chang. Michael Chang. John Woo. John Woo. <laughs> His name is John Woo. Wu W U or W O O W and John short for Jonathan J O N J O H N. I know so many John Woo's. Hi, John. <laughs> All right, so John Wu mm-hmm. um, decides that he wants to go to the saloon and get a drink because he's worked a very hard day mm-hmm. and he deserves it. And also, he's exhausted and making poor decisions, not based on um, surviving, but based on pride. Let's say. Proud Chinese man, you know. Yes. Yeah. Or alternatively, what if he is a railroad worker who wants to get into silver mining? Oh. And then he came with the railroad workers, but then it's like, yo, I'm going to go mine silver because that's what everyone's doing here. Maybe he somehow gets a claim, right? Which is illegal, and right? For, he for can't the, own land. For all the smarties out there, let's just pretend for a moment that there were silver veins in Wyoming and this town was in one of them. Is there no silver mines in Wyoming? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there might. Is it Nevada I'm thinking about? Maybe it's in Nevada. Should we just say it in Nevada? Sure. Okay, it's in Nevada now. Nevada. Silver. Yeah, there's definitely mining silver. in yeah. silver yeah, in, yeah. in Nevada. Okay, so, <laughs> so well, you you know, we know historically there's always been like you know Chinese miners who ended up like getting stuff stolen from them or being killed, harassed or killed by white miners right, because. Right, right. They didn't have any legal protection in the court, right? There was mm-hmm. like that famous court case that said you cannot test – you're not a person in the eyes of the law. Yeah. So you don't have constitutional rights to tr- be – to bring someone to court. Mm-hmm. That actually happened. Just look it up, guys. It's such the an- Chinese Exclusion Act. No, this was a famous court case. It was – that I can't remember the name of because I'm brilliant. Um but it was a California. It was it was tried in California, and basically, it just it set a precedent that Chinese people were not people because, and therefore, were not allowed to testify in court. One of the many like things that led up to the Chinese Exclusion Act. This is such an educational story. People, people versus Hall. Okay. Yes. In was a appealed murder case in which California Supreme Court established the Chinese Americans and Chinese immigrants had no rights to testify against white citizens. Yeesh. People versus Hall. Look it up. <laughs> Educate yourself. Okay, so he basically is in trouble. He gets into trouble because he's mining. Yeah. And some some white miners decide to, you know, F him up. And the local sheriff's like No, they don't care. They're in on do. it. They're you know? in on it. Yeah. They don't give a shit about him. <laughs> And then she stops and saves him, right? Yeah. She like does the like um she shoots all of them, right? <laughs> well yeah, yeah, yeah. she shoots. but then here's but the in thing in a very cool way. I think she doesn't realize she's in a silver mining town. Right. So then she's actually in a weakened state. Oh. Because does her lycanthropy give her a certain amount of power because like when she's not a wolf or sure. She, she just usually in, in that fan, makes her more in, badass. In fantasy right? Western world, yes, yes. Okay, so yeah. she has a certain like she has she has heightened sense. I feel like she might have heightened strength. Maybe she can run really fast. She right. can, she has heightened smell, but because she she steps in to save him, but because of right, because in this in this fiction, silver has like a kryptonite type effect where on proximity her. Yes. makes yeah, her proximity weaker. Proximity makes right? her weaker. So she ends up saving him, but then she you know he's a silver miner, so he has all the silver around him. And she ends up passing out. Right. Also, I think we should name her. What's her name? 
the gunslinger. The gun. Oh, she doesn't have a name because yeah. she's that badass. That is she's very Western. Clint- yeah, she's the the gunslinger, the wandering, the 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 drifter, the drifter. Okay, so basically, she ends up passing out after saving John Woo, <laughs> and he feels obligated. He's like, well, he, he also falls in love with her because she's like badass and well, like, yeah, life. yeah. Well, she, I feel like he needs to he needs to take her in. She like collapses. Yeah. There's a really bombass. He brings her back to his place and like yeah. trying to trying to like trying to. Uh, like resuscitate her, take care of her, not knowing that all the silver in this place is like, yeah, it's like keeping her in a weakened state. Yeah, and she's trying to warn him that she needs to get out of here before in- the full moon. Yeah, yes. Ooh, I like this. Okay, okay. So she badass fight happens. She takes out these dudes that are f- messing right. with John Woo. And while this is happening, while he is um, taking care of her, trying to like nurse her back to health, the friends of the dudes she killed. Is like wants revenge, gathering a mob, pretty much. Yes, yeah. and they're like, "Ooh, they're like oh, this they're- Chinaman has this Chinaman and this." Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see this like, happening. This sucks to say, but they're like they're they're they want to massacre the 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 camp. Right. Yes, they're gonna use him as an excuse as all Chinese must go. Yeah. Yo, this is like some deep. Oh my god, Marvin! <laughs> I want to make this film now. That's brilliant. Can we produce this? <laughs> Okay, okay, so I think um, maybe he doesn't have so much silver in his house because then I think she would just die. Maybe maybe it's like it's his campground, right? Like that's right. like he's he's or just that general mining area because it's all exposed. But yeah. he, he takes her back to – is he taking her back to – like he lives like with the other Chinese community, right? Yeah, other like railroad the, workers and miners and yeah, stuff. It's like the Chinatown or the – Maybe even like the a western a, a camp. Version. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. then they, they like – they nurse her back to health and then she like – kind of is too weak to really protest and she gets really she she joins this community in a way but that's what she's been avoiding right this yeah. entire time because she doesn't want to she doesn't want to hurt people okay i know how this ends, ends? okay let's and, work our way back but then. it's how does it end it's kind of bittersweet and sad that's i love those so <clears throat> so she, has she eventually re- she eventually has to leave yeah to like chain herself up so she doesn't like massacre the, the sacrifice camp. yeah it's the but sacrifice. that night is when the mob descends on the camp. <sighs> so when she comes in the morning, everything's gone. <sighs> and then she goes on a John Wick revenge spree. <sighs> That's so sad. I'm so sad. Okay, so okay, but the the theme of this movie would be intimacy, right? It's like connection. Connection universal humanness or it's just yeah but i mean our one theme is yeah. it's basically for our characters is intimacy they mm-hmm. they're both because any any romance story is you reject intimacy you embrace it and then you have to sacrifice it right and then you get your reward at the end depending on what kind of person you are and what mm-hmm. kind of movie this is right so if her sacrifice i mean i think her sacrifice has to be she has to give up john woo and the 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 kind of home she's been able to build for the first time. So is that, so basically where does this happen? She chains herself up to werewolf out and then she ends up, is that, is that the end of the movie or are we talking about like the end of act two? End of act two. Okay. Yeah. And then she wakes up and maybe she finds John Woo. Does she turn him? 
so they can be werewolves together. It's not vampires. No. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get immortal from being. Well, you get bitten, and then you get the 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 werewolf the venom, stre- right? Oh, or, like the strength, like an like a yeah. like an increased power. Or I think it's more. I, I mean, it sucks, but it's more powerful. Like he just like straight up like he becomes like like for once. Let's fridge the guy. You know. Oh damn! You intense. <laughs> you t- also, if no one knows what fridging is, it's when you kill the romantic interest, usually a woman. You basically as motivation for the main character to do X, Y, Z, yeah, to finish the job. I, oh, you know, because it is a west. It is kind of a modern west. Like it, it is a western. So it's, it's. it's I feel like he can't. You know. If we're gonna fridge him, you can't fridge him until the end. Or I guess you could do it in Act Two, right? Well, I, I mean, feel like I feel like so she needs like because they don't know like they don't know that that the 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 white people are mobbing, amassing a mob, mob. right? Mm-hmm. So she's more concerned about her like the danger she poses to this camp. Uh-huh. Um, so she like isolates herself um, to save them, but then that like that gesture is turns out to be. Like the timing just turns out to be the yeah. worst timing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go with that. But or or maybe not a whole total. I, I think there definitely is going to be a massacre mm-hmm. that also happened a lot, right, in the eighteen hundreds, even in L.A. Look it up, <laughs> Chinatown massacre. Mm-hmm. God, this is such a sad but informative story. So I do think there should be a. So okay, I end up. So okay. He nurses her back to help, and then we get the falling in love montage, right? Like, or the connection montage, right? So. Does he even have to fall in love? Because we said it could be a one sided thing. He falls in love, love with he her. He thinks he's in love, but she is appreciative. Like, she, I don't know. Do you think, I don't think do it think has to should? go anywhere. Yeah. But I do think there should be like, it's, it's, it's like. Maybe just, like, uh, well, I feel like they should kiss because I feel like enough. Like in terms of media representation, you know, yeah. like, you know, the, the Asian guy should get the kiss, right? Yeah, yeah, and like, and like interracial relationships that don't involve white people at all. I love that. Yeah, so, maybe there's a start. Maybe there's like a there's a, a start. There's, there's, there's a promise of like something. Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah but she's like, I need to leave for just one night. I'll be back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they connect. Very cute. Very um. Or guess like character wise, what are they connecting on? Like what? What's so. So what is being outsiders? I guess like, that's not a personality trait you fall in love with, Marvin. I don't Just because you're also an outsider, like what's what's his? I mean, that's people have fallen in love on, for less. On for less. That's true, but like we're better writers than that. Like they have to fall. Like what's his? What's his like core? What's his core trait? What's her core trait? I guess. I guess it's one step above like opposites attract. It's like common struggle in a compressed environment makes you fall in love. I know. Uh, it, I do think we need to define them a little bit more. Like what's and then that I think that right. will make our 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 justification. His what's his? I mean, I'm not as experienced in romance writing, uh-huh. so maybe this is where you can. I don't know how how experienced you are in. Critiquing. Oh, very <laughs> experienced. I've watched a lot, but there, there, there's something like, like there's. I think just think like at the core base is like what motive, what's motivating them. I mean, her is so her story, the gunslinger story, is that she is. Maybe she ended up 
maybe she ended up like killing her family or something or like her background is right like she she's obviously choosing to be alone Mm -hmm. but it's that's also like killing her right that existence is terrible yeah so she's in this close-knit community where people take care of each other i don't know how life was really like in these camps i assume people are community minded because they have they have to be yet to survive on like yeah yeah, in rougher areas yeah rural areas so it's like for the first time she feels part of like if not a biological family, like an extended family where people take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So, but is her thing her sense of justice? Like, what's driving? Her? What does she want? I think that's what we have to think about at the end of the day. What do these both? What are these characters working for? What's motivating him for? Mm-hmm. For like, is John Woo like? Is he doing this mining because? Is he going out of the box and stepping out of the the box that Chinese are allowed to occupy because he wants? Is it pride? Like he's like, I don't like. I'm going to do what I want and like, fuck you for like putting boxes in me. Is it, is it like he's trying to help his family? Does he I have think, a family to support back in China? Cause that was also very common. I think he was the type of immigrant who wanted out of his life. Like he wanted out of this peasant experience in Imperial China. He wanted like, you know, as a lot of immigrants want the promise of like the American dream. Yeah. Right? Oh, so what if his background story is that his dad or his family, his parents were like, because this is like around Boxer Rebellion, right? It's like Qing Dynasty, right? Like so, the fall. like it's um, right before the Republic of China. Okay, so yeah. so I mean, so maybe his family was like caught up in some like government imperial like policy, and they got killed. And he's like, he's like, I'm he like his motivating factor is like he's searching for equality, right? Justice. He's like that 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 government was terrible, and like. I decided to come to this land of opportunity and it's just as bad, right? Like this mm. false promise. And so he's just like working. Maybe that's his motivating, like this love for this need for justice or this need for. Well, I mean, the thing about the American dream is like, even if you're like excluded from it, you're still sold it yeah. every day by people in power. Right. Yeah. So I just, I just need to know what he what they're both working for like he's here what is he working for is it money to send his like it's does, not money, he, he's, does he have a journey where he's like i just want to be he wants to he wants he just, just want to put his head down and work and he then he realizes own, that's not enough like he wants the piece of the like so this this is the like this is still wild west times right this is still the frontier so this is like he maybe he wants to establish he wants a homestead he wants a ranch or he wants a piece of land that's his, that he can do whatever he wants, that he can, like, build a life on, right? And to do that, he needs money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he might need his community. Um, but silver won't hurt either. So mm-hmm. they're really both going on the same journey. He basically has to learn in, in this series that being alone is not the answer. He needs to go back to his community. So he's, like, basically a reluctant member of his own community. Because they're mm-hmm. all miners. He's like, I'm not here for that. Yeah, he's oh, no, he's all, they're all construction workers. They're all yeah. railroad people. He's like, I'm not here for that. I'm here to make money, get my own homestead, do my own thing. But then through their journey together, they have to learn that they have to be in a community and look out for each other. Is that what's the end goal? Mm-hmm. He, they have to reject, both of them have to reject togetherness or like, both of them have to reject community, then embrace community for selfish reasons, and then sacrifice community. That's the typical story structure. And then the movie ends with the rewards, the just rewards. I think that could work. 
I still like the part where he dies and not. Oh no, he can still die. Yeah. He's not our main character. <laughs> He's not our main character. Maybe, yeah, maybe she convinces him that people aren't meant to be alone. Alone. Oh, so sad. Oh, so sad. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. Okay, so she yeah. basically gets. So she changed. So they're falling in love. They're both like. Well, through this process, they're like, you know, they're growing fond of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, there's like chemistry. Yeah. Maybe there's like a... Maybe there's like a scene where like she finds out that he's, you know, kind of jacked too. Because he works oh, yeah. the railroad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, like, like they're, take, they're washing clothes in the stream and he takes off his shirt. I mean, these like, dudes are definitely buff, right? Because they're like oh, yeah. doing hard labor. Oh, no, we can like, get the sexiest <laughs> Asian dude ever. Like, just, and then he's just going to be shirtless. A whole shirtless. camp full of sexy Asian dudes. Oh, my God. Yes. And they're going to have like, because at that time everyone had the braids, right? Yeah. But we're going to like unbraid them so they're going to look like sexy, like, receding Get- hairlines no sexy receding hairlines no 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 longer. I'm gonna take artistic license they're gonna have like beautiful gorgeous like mane like Jason Momoa style and they're gonna be like jacked dudes and then like and it's gonna be great I think I'm like I'm not gonna lie I'm like you know I get Desmond in this role yeah Desmond Chiang well not Hi, all of them cause some of them I'm, I imagine some of them did you know like stop shaving their heads right yeah I'm just going to take creative license and be like, they were hot. <laughs> All right? They were hot. Right. They, they don't have time to shave their heads, Marvin. They're just going to let it grow and then they make maybe man bun. Oh, my God. Man buns. Yes. Mm. Artistic license. <laughs> if they can do Braveheart and it can be that inaccurate, I'm going to Let's do not this. use the 1990s as like a baseline for... We've progressed so much since then. Yeah, but people still love Braveheart. You know what? If if I have to be historically inaccurate to like help this like cause out a little bit, I'll do it. Mm. I don't care. If I gotta pick and choose my if I gotta make a choice, I'll I'll skew historical accuracy for some like hot dudes. Right. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> okay, so back to the story. So then there's um so who's our antagonist? This the white the sheriff? The sheriff. The sheriff. Yeah. Right? He's like, um, who's like a really like sheriffy bad guy? Like Gene Hackman. But he always plays that guy, right? We need Bill like, Pullman. Bill Pullman? He's a nice dude though. That's why it'd be fun. He's Lone Star. Um Christoph Waltz. Oh. <laughs> Every villain should be played by Christoph Waltz. I feel like he's a little too charming. Too charming. So he needs yeah. to be a little grosser. He could be. What about um? What about? I'd I'd like a I'd like a I'd like the sheriff honestly to also be Jeff Goldblum. That's so weird. <laughs> Let's not. I would like the sheriff to be a uh, also an immigrant, but from like, like a Western European country, like a Scottish immigrant. I think that would be an interesting dynamic because it's like Scottish or Irish. I think there are more. Irish, maybe? Irish people out here. I wonder okay. if there were because Irish people came during the potato famine, which was like eighteen seventies. Yeah, but there was also here. I feel like it's around the same time because the anti-Irish Germans, more Germans, more were Germans. There, right? But that's the little odd. Then Christoph Waltz can play. <laughs> the sheriff. I think okay, so maybe maybe this character is like 
the son of immigrants who also came. I mean, who, who yeah, who were the who were the Patsies before the Chinese? It was like Irish, Germans, Irish, Italians, Irish, Italians, and I. Um, yeah. Ger- no, Germans were always Germans. Lots of German immigration, but um, Germans were pretty. Like I don't know if they were facing the same kind of like hate rhetoric as Irish and Italians. Mm. Because Germans are still like Western European enough. That's They're true. Aryan enough that yeah. they were kind of accepted. And they were part of the whole like Victoria incest. Yeah, so they were pretty of, yeah. pretty much the entire British royal family was German. So yeah. like so maybe like the son of Irish immigrants or the son of Italian immigrants, yeah. like steelworkers, and then he went out west and like he's kind of power tripping now. Okay. So the sheriff is the bad guy, right? Right, because you gotta point out like, weren't your parents or didn't you come off the boat yeah, too? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it does not matter. Yeah, right? <laughs> it does. Oh, is that your German accent? <laughs> okay. So he's basically stirring shit up in the town at right. the same time accumulating this mob. And what is his, is his, he, is he thinking he's just carrying out law and order? I feel like it needs to be, okay, so if we're going to make this also a commentary on like. Immigration. On immigration and power and politics, it has to be. Let's be smart. It has just... to be the law backed by a corporate interest. I feel like <laughs> is that the pattern? <laughs> so he like a, maybe a, like, he the like ra- a baron, like a robber baron that owns the area. Well, right? well, let's just bring it back to the railroads, right? So maybe it's Ooh. like it's like this is emboldening Chinese workers, and you need to put that shit right. down because you can't have a resistance in right. They're the cheap labor. They're your indentured servants, basically, and I mean, either he could be, or you can just kind of make him a Pinkerton. Maybe he's also Pinkerton, something to do with Pinkertons. Yeah, maybe that's another level we don't need, though. Pinkertons are what federal governments? No, they were yes, federal government, but they're mercenaries, basically. They're yeah. they're private cops. There's got to be a scene where he's working for the robber barons. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Here is where we also so there can also be this commentary of like using foreigners as scapegoats, right? Where oh, yeah. let's say like the the white workers are becoming more and more agitated. Mm-hmm. They're threatening to unionize because of the way they're treated, and then like this altercation, the one that started the movie where the gunslinger like saves John Woo's life, is used as a an excuse. For them to take out their aggression on this mm-hmm. Chinese camp, because mm-hmm. they can just import more Chinese workers easily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's it's not it's not gonna be a big part of the story. It's gonna be like a scene, but there's a scene where it's like you see the the powers focus this white anger on yes. the immigrants, yes, right, yes, yeah, okay, and then um, so when the gunslinger wakes up from her werewolf night. She goes back to this campment and it's been like pretty much raided. Like, yeah. It's been like maybe not like massacred, but like pretty like pretty much destroyed. Yeah. Are yeah. there survivors? Maybe, but they're not doing well. Mm-hmm. And then John Wu is found like Ouch. his body. Oh no. And then so and then she goes on her revenge. Mm-hmm. The th- in the third act, it's just her being a badass gunslinger. Oh, like, yes, yes, and using her werewolf skills to like 
just straight fuck yeah. shit up. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Um, I do think we need a showdown. We need to be a few confrontations between the gunslinger and the sheriff before. Yeah. Before we get to that climax, though, because that will make the payoff better. I mean, when, while she's like recovering, not full strength, like he comes to like investigate. Yeah, and then he he yeah. basically antagonizes her, and then like, I mean, it's a dude. He's gonna probably gonna get a little rapey, and she probably shows him up somehow, right? Yeah, and then he gets obsessed with like destroying proving, her, proving his manhood and yeah. his superiority. It always gets a little rapey yeah. like that. Yeah, and then. Yeah. 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 I think we got like. I think this is a good movie. We got a pretty good like summer blockbuster hit right I, here. I would. Yeah. What were we gonna call it, Marvin? Oh wait, let's wrap this up. Okay, so she finally. So she, so, she goes on a gunslinging. In the end, do you think she becomes like a anti corporate avenger type of person? Is this like a superhero origin story, or she just like decides to like? Go, does she go home, or does she like? I think. Does she become a protector, like a lone avenger? I think she goes on to become to start resistances in the communities, the marginalized communities in the West. Right. I because think she she's starts... a, because she's a werewolf. She is immortal, <laughs> right? Oh, is are those the rules of werewolf? Though? I know. Is it in our film? Because then I we know. can then we can oh. see her in the background of like the Caesar, Caesar Chavez march. <laughs> um, like, let's not do that. Let's <laughs> not immortal. Let's no. let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it. Okay, let's okay. keep it. But I do think she like maybe starts going to like Native American communities and like trying to trying to bolster that like resistance and like and like you know the Chinese encampments bolstering resistance and then. Um, yeah, I think in the West, and you know, unfortunately, we know like in real life, it was like it's like just you know, you just never stop fighting, right? Like mm-hmm. we're still fighting. Um, but I do think so. So she goes on a she goes on this right, right. So how about okay? How about so after she finishes like her vengeance, right? Does she have a no? I think she's she needs to have a crisis of faith first before she gets ramps back up to vengeance because she basically had. She was rejecting basically family and community, right? And being part of a community. And then she gets it and then she embraces it. And then she basically loses it all again. And I think that would lead her to not. I think there needs to be one more step of her going like the, what brings her back up to the, we're already at like act three. I mean, no, 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 it's in act three, right? It has to be, I think she just gets angry and fucks everyone up. Oh really? That's simple. I don't know. Is there like something else? Like, I think seeing everyone that she like was trying to protect end up getting murdered anyways would probably like it's a pretty motivating factor, right? But it's like still her choosing to engage and get vengeance in in the. Well, it's so, what she does anyway. She's a gunslinger. But I, no, I think it's that's too. That feels like a that feels like it's missing a point five in the structure. So I think I it, we're getting we're getting caught up in, in the, the weeds, weeds. and so, so we're I, already like <laughs> twenty minutes over. You have to edit it. You have to edit it. <laughs> okay, so okay, here's okay, here's what I think should happen. She, what she's going to? She's like, I'm not getting involved. I think that needs to be it. 
She meets John Woo. He's starting a thing with the Chinese laborers to fight back. She's like, I'm not getting involved. That's not my battle. And then when they end up dying, she's like, okay, now it's my fight. I mean, I think that needs to happen. Because originally, our, the whole thing was okay, there's this initial altercation. She gets injured. And as she like, she wants to leave. Yeah, she wants to just get better and leave. But he, the rest of the town is going about their business while this is being used as mm-hmm. an excuse for the the, the, the white mob, the, the white mob to to, con, con, to attacking to take attack power. Yeah. So I mean, I think we need to boom this up to from a tent encampment to like a Chinatown section of this village or right. this town, right? And they're all laborers. But they're, you know, they they're like they've built this little community, and maybe like the town they want the land, right? That's the land. Maybe they found a silver mine behind under it or something. Like it was like the shitty part, but it's actually sitting on top of valuable land, right? Or because of the river, it's like valuable land, right? So, I think her thing should be like, I just want to get out of here. Well, I'm not helping. I mean, her, her whole thing has always been she wants to just live her life free. Yeah, she doesn't want to hurt people. She does definitely doesn't want to like werewolf murder yeah, people yeah right and getting close means staying in potentially werewolf murdering people yeah. that you care about the most so their motivation is like the love part maybe it's just like it's maybe let's just go back to it being an infatuation on his part because yeah. she saved his life and like he you know feels indebted to her mm-hmm. love wise or something yeah. i don't know um but as this is happening yeah maybe maybe the land that they're on the chinatown land or even like where they where they live uh-huh. is valued by the you know the the robber baron that, that yeah. owns this town uh-huh. and he needs to like drive them off yeah but he can't do it he can't do it like without a reason yes right yes and this becomes the reason yes. like he wants to make it so that it's not my fault my workers got mad and destroyed the Chinatown yeah they it's it's because they got felt slighted by the, yeah. the immigrants yes right. Yeah, but I think for her it should be like she's just ready to she's ready to leave. She doesn't want to be here, yeah. and but then over the course she starts realizing like the joy in it and the connection and the community. And then when that's when she goes chains herself up to 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 uh, to prevent them from it, and that's when they get murdered. Yeah. And then that's when she's like, "Okay, I was gonna move on, but now I'm gonna fuck you up." Yeah, and then she can fuck you. That's the motivation I was missing. Okay, so that's I'm fine now. I thought it was always there. <laughs> no. <laughs> because if she was in it okay, from the okay. beginning, there's no reason for her to like. Right. She. It's more powerful. She makes that decision to engage, right. but in this way, engagement means revenge murder, which yeah. I love. Yeah. So she awesome revenge murder scene. Lots of pew 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 pew. Yeah. And, and then, at the end, it's like, where are you gonna go? I don't know. Next town. Maybe yeah. there's like a few survivors of Chinatown, and like because of like she's basically destroyed the power structure, they can rebuild. Yeah. She's like, I'm off to the next town. <laughs> like will you stay no what's the name what do we call this story <laughs> how chinatown no, just china there's, there's i know ar- there's I already know, a movie about chinatown it's made by the rapist guy the child raper wait which one roman polanski that was a roman polanski movie yeah oh, that's such a good movie though it is that's why people struggle it kind of does it is actually oddly reminiscent of chinatown with the water rights act land access yeah. stuff <laughs> Um, no incest though. Yeah, it's a western. It's a, it's a noir. It's a noir. Noir is just an noir, urban western. It's just western with werewolves. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so what's this movie called? Western Howl. Ow. 
Silver's Butte. <laughs> um, what's a good like Western Moon's name? Cr- True Grit. <laughs> True Grit. That's also Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Butch Cassidy, a Sundance Kid, The Shootist. Wild so a lot bunch. of prepositions. Real Bravo, Little Big Man. The Howler. The Howler. Yeah. The Howler. The Howler. The Howler. Okay, let's, I like it. Yeah. Yes. It's The Howler. The, the story howler. of a lone gunslinger with a secret. Who comes into town and finds... Something she's been missing. But her secret threatens this new family she's found. All the while, she has to deal with the racial and social economic political <laughs> ramifications of the western of the frontier 1800s. the western frontier yeah. i like this movie a lot marvin let's make it right. do you think we go to like that ghost town you think we go to like knott's berry farm and shoot this maybe we can probably get the sadarso stuff <laughs> i do think it's because i just watched the buffalo boys like western is yeah let's get yoshi to yoshi yeah. can be your dude there could be a brother character. We get Peter in it. Yeah. Like there's a whole family built. I out. mean, we just have all the crazy, all the crazy rich Asians people just be dudes in this in this community. Into it, yeah. We can get all our hot friends to like <laughs> just take off their shirts. Everyone from haikus from hotties. Yes, the entire haikus for hotties calendar, like 2018, 2017, <laughs> 2016. You're all invited. Yeah, I like it. And and that'll do it for this episode of Fresh Creatives. Just thanks for having fun with me and creating this epic new story. Thanks for having me, Marvin. Yeah. Anytime. You should submit it for uh, none of the festival programs will take the script. Wait, is, why is, not? Is there is is there like an action genre like like why can't fellowship? there be? No, why can't there? I mean, any script can be. If it's a good script, it's a good script. There's like no genre no, doesn't matter. No other script will incorporate all these different okay, genres. We got we got Western, we got lycanthropy, we got we got social issues, we got Chinese American history, we got gentr like land stuff. This is amazing. <laughs> we should make this. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna start on the script right now. Jess, if people want to find out more of your crazy, crazy thoughts, where can people go? Um, you can find me in person because I don't share my crazy thoughts online because <laughs> mama didn't raise no fool. But I do share some of them at – oh, no, I just went private. You did? I oh. did. But you know oh. what? You should all follow Cape USA. Uh, we are on Instagram at Cape U- underscore USA. They are pretty much your best source for Asian American entertainment news. Yes. Facebook. Any casting, any – um, show announcements development announcements options. we'll get to it eventually i feel like you guys get to it faster than angry asian man gets to it i feel Ooh, like angry asian man uses you guys now do you hear this phil Ooh, them some fighting yeah, words he's also a dad and tired that's also very true and he lives far away in south bay so <laughs> um no we do get so if, please follow us on facebook we're at facebook.com slash cape we're on instagram at cape underscore usa and we're on twitter at cape usa i know it's terrible i've tried i don't i don't know where who owns cape usa on instagram i've tried to look for them um but yeah we have great news announcements free giveaways on instagram so make sure to follow us yeah 
And as always, you can follow me at Marvin Yue, M-A-R-V-I-N-Y-U-E-H, and also this show at Fresh X Creatives. Um, if you have any ideas or story prompts of your own, um, please either tweet at us or also um, we have a Google form up for you to send us new ideas to work from. Yes, um, stop making us use ideas from the internet it gets weird this has been fun though it was really fun this is good i like this more than the the reddit writing prompts because it's more open (laughs) yeah as always uh we are a proud member of the potluck podcast collective a collective of asian american hosted podcasts featuring unique stories featuring unique stories and narratives from the asian american community um you can find out more shows from uh, be sure to check out some of our other awesome shows such as books and bobo a book club featuring books by asian american Asian and Asian American authors. First of all, a um, a lifestyle podcast um, featuring um, a lifestyle podcast by host Minji Chang. Um, they call us Bruce, the podcast of Angry Asian Man, of the aforementioned Angry Asian Man Phil Yu and Jeff Yang, and uh, and much, much more. You can find out all these great programs on our website at www.podcastpotluck.com. Special thanks also to Visual Communications for letting us record this at the Potluck Podcast Studios located within their office. Visual Communications is a nonprofit organization that supports Asian American films and filmmakers through their programs such as the Art with the Camera Fellowship and the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. Uh, you can find out more of their stuff at www.bconline.org. And on that note, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, join us next time. Apparently, I'm your regular host, co-host. If now. you want to come back, I can, yeah. I, yeah. And before, and before I forget, uh, thanks to Paul Date for use of this song, "Invisible World," for our theme music. Well, Jess, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Till yeah. next time. Bye.